You are listening to the She Means Profit podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com contributor. She Means Profit is a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners just like you become a master at your finances without confusion so that you can increase your profit and net worth. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I'm sharing with you real and actionable advice that will give you the tools to take your financial power back. Let's make some major money moves together. Welcome to another episode of She Means Profit, the podcast that speaks to business owners about how to build wealth for yourself through your business. And today we are going to talk about product-based businesses. I love working with product-based businesses. There are more challenges that go into a business when you're selling products. Most of my clients are product-based business owners as they are selling physical products such as candles, jewelry, bath products, makeup, those kind of things. So when you're running a product-based business, there are so many things that need to be considered. It is a little bit more different than if you're a coach or you're strictly a service-based business because there's less overhead, there's less expenses that go into running the business, and there's less like of a choreography of how you run your business. But before we get into that, I just want to address Mother's Day. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, Mother's Day was yesterday. And I want to give a huge shout out to my mom. My mom and I are very close and I honestly couldn't do everything that I do or have done or will do without her support. So my mom is a very strong woman. I've always admired my mother for her strength and her ability to stand up for herself. And she definitely carried those traits onto her daughter, which I'm super proud of. And I'm very proud to be her daughter. She raised a strong woman. And I am grateful for her presence every single day. So mom, if you're listening, which I know that you are, I love you. Okay. Did you order your copy of Cash Confident yet? So be sure that you order it. If you haven't yet, order it by May 20th because the book bonus bundle ends by May 20th. But it's exciting because Cash Confident gets released on May 16th. So I'm super excited. We are getting close to the finish line. Well, I don't know if I'd ever call it a finish line, but it's launch day. So we're getting close to that. And I'm super excited about getting this book into the world, into the hands of business owners such as yourself, because I truly believe it's going to help you grow a profitable business. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's talk about how to build a profitable product-based business. Developing and selling products is a great way to turn your hobby into a business and make money online. Whether you're selling homemade jewelry, custom-made furniture, digital products, there are always some key considerations that will help to ensure your success. A product business is definitely no small feat, and I love working with product-based business owners because they've got a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to get your product out there into the world and a lot of hustle. So having a grasp on your finances is an essential part of having a successful product-based business. Managing your business finances well takes proactive planning, some calculated risks, and definitely strategic decision-making. You need to understand the basic principles of finance, including how you budget and do your cash flow, as well as some accounting concepts such as investing in equipment and manufacturing, and you definitely need to know your financial statements. 
So understanding many of these principles will allow you to always be one step ahead of potential issues while making sure your product business is set up for success. Your product-based business should be built on firm financial foundations to make sure that it flourishes far into the future. You definitely want to be on top of your cash management in a product-based business, and we will get into that more in a minute. It definitely takes more attention and you certainly need your business financial plan. Many product businesses have to face the hard truth that they need to pay upfront costs before they're able to enjoy the benefit of the product. So what that means is there's a lot of cash outlay at the beginning. So if you're starting a product-based business, you know that you have to manufacture the product before you can sell it and get the money on the sales end of it, right? There's a lot of planning, a lot of funding, a lot of heartache, a lot of headache, a lot of stuff that goes into getting that product that you are making out into this world. So this reality might be stressful in terms of cash flow, but it's also important to establish a plan. In some cases, product businesses are faced with balancing, paying suppliers with vendors who need quick gratification with other long-term expenses that also need attention. So you're competing, like you've got a limited cash and you have to pay your short-term suppliers. And if you've got any equipment financing, any sort of capital investment, cash outlay that you need to make, I mean, it can get really tight with the cash. A lot of upfront payment requirements may be a huge expense for your business, but by understanding the necessary steps and making smart financial decisions, you can manage your key expenses and achieve a healthy rate of return from your product. Okay, so we're going to go into a few things that you need to consider when you're a product-based business. Not limited to this, I've got seven examples of things that I really want you to start considering when you're a product-based business if you have not done so already. Or if you're considering starting your product business, these are things that you need to think of. So the number one and the most important part of running a product business is your pricing. When you're setting prices for your products, businesses as you need to understand a number of factors. Okay, first of all, you need to be absolutely sure of the cost of goods sold, which means that all the costs that are going in to create this product, you need to consider what your competitors are pricing their product at, and you need to understand the value of the product that the consumer will hold with it, right? Businesses also need to make sure that your prices are in line with your overall marketing strategy. So if you are positioning yourself as a premium brand, your prices need to reflect that. Your pricing strategy should be carefully considered before launching your product business. If your price is too low or your prices are too high, both can be detrimental. So you need to remember that if you set your prices too low, Customers may think that your products are poorly made or lacking quality. And if you set them too high, it can make them completely unaffordable to many potential buyers. So take some time to do that research on what similar businesses are charging for their products that are similar to yours so that you can come up with a good price point for yours. So you're going to have to take into consideration what your competitors are selling a comparable product at, what your consumer perceived value of that product will be whether you're positioning yourself as a premium brand or not, and understanding your gross profit margins. It's really, really important that you understand the pricing structure of the product. And what often trips up a lot of business owners is the mindset, right? 
because when you're pricing your products, it becomes very scary. You're like, who is going to buy this at this premium price? So you really have to tune into your mindset and make sure that you don't have any money mindset blocks interfering with your pricing strategy. Okay, next thing we're going to talk about is the packaging of a product. So the packaging does fall under cost of goods sold of a product, and it can also have a big impact on your success. You need to make sure that your packaging is eye-catching and informative. It should be durable enough to protect the product during shipping and storage. You need to make sure that your packaging is recyclable or compostable or however you can satisfy the customer and their needs because we all know that packaging can get absolutely insane. And the more packaging, like especially those little toy things that are being sold now. I mean, my kids haven't had toys for a while, but I do remember like you needed to be MacGyver to open those toys. So the more tightly packaged they are, the pricing increases, right? So packaging may not seem like the most exciting element of your product design, but it is also very important. It can be expensive and finding a way to create something that appeals to customers while still being profitable is key if you want to stay in business. I mean, one thing I always think of is Oprah always said, I know it goes back to Oprah, but presentation is everything. So you have to think about your packaging when you are shipping out your products because presentation is definitely important. You don't need to break the bank on it. And there are a number of cost-effective strategies that you can use to create attractive product packaging. So start with creative ways and try to find ways to maximize customer engagement while remaining within your budget. Now, the third thing you have to consider when you are doing your product business is marketing. You need to have a well-thought-out marketing strategy for your products. You need to decide which channels that you will use to reach your target market and what messages resonate with your target market. You need to budget for marketing expenses. Marketing and advertising actually is a huge chunk of your expenses next to payroll. Payroll and marketing, typically in smaller and larger businesses, those are the two big expenses. You need to think about the budget for your marketing. And under marketing comes advertising, PR expenses, market research, those kind of things. So once your product-based business is up and running, you need an effective marketing plan to get the word out about your business and drive those sales. A well-thought-out marketing plan should include tactics such as SEO. If you have a business blog, absolutely SEO. That is my favorite thing in the world. Get that organic traffic coming in. You also have to consider content marketing, social media campaigns, email campaigns, influencer marketing. There's all different types of marketing that you can get out there. And PR, as you may know, with my business with the Pitch Bitches, we are big on getting your PR strategy out into the world. It helps you create visibility for your brand and ultimately increases sales. Now, number four is your manufacturing costs. If you're running a business that requires manufacturing, you need to consider a number of factors, such as what's your production capacity? What are your lead times and what's your quality control of your product? You also need to make sure that you have the necessary equipment and team in place to meet your orders. Businesses need to have contingency plans in place in case of disruptions in the supply chain. That's really important. So it's going to depend on how big your business is, how much thought you need to put into your manufacturing plan. Because the quality of your product is absolutely paramount when it comes to building your successful product-based business. 
Poorly made products will quickly erode customer trust. Believe me. I mean, you know as well as I do. When you order something online and you get it and it's an absolute piece of garbage, you will never order from that place again. And you'll tell all your friends about it. Same thing with your business. So your customers won't be happy and they won't return for more purchases. And it definitely costs a lot more money to acquire a new customer than it does to get a repeat customer in. So investing in good materials and taking the time to ensure that each one of your products that you put out is of the highest quality possible will definitely pay off in terms of customer satisfaction and repeat customers. It will affect your bottom line positively. Number five is distribution. So you need to carefully consider how you distribute your products. You need to decide which channels that you will use and whether if you will use wholesalers or distributors. You also need to make sure that the products are available when and where customers want them. Businesses need to consider logistics when planning your distribution strategy. So for product-based businesses, distribution of your product can be a double-edged sword. On the other hand, product availability and visibility are key components in driving sales growth and revenue. However, distribution comes at a cost in terms of shipping charges, manufacturing fees, product returns. There are a slew of expenses that come in with this. So it's important to come up with an efficient product distribution system to ensure that your costs stay within budget while making sure the products move quickly, either from your warehouse or your space to the retailers or directly to customers. Maintaining the balance between sales growth and financial strain is a challenge for many business owners, especially if you're in a growth phase. This is the point where I'm going to warn you that not all growth is created equally. Okay, people think that, oh, my business is growing. This is fantastic. More money's coming in because I'm selling more. But the thing is, and this happens especially with product-based businesses, is that it needs to be orchestrated very finely. So you need to make sure that you've got the capacity to keep up with product demand in terms of getting the products on the assembly line, getting them done, passing quality control, that kind of stuff on the manufacturing side. But in your cash management side, you also need to be prepared because as you grow, you've got more orders to fill. So that is a bigger cash outlay at the beginning. And remember, you don't get the money back until you sell the product. So if you're expanding space, if you are hiring new team members, there are so many things that you need to consider logistically when you're growing your product business that you definitely need to get this financial plan done so that you can use it as a roadmap to follow, as a guide to follow, to make sure that as you grow your business, you're growing it profitably and you are not putting your business at risk of running out of cash. 82% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement. And one of the biggest reasons is a lack of cash. So even if you're a million dollar business growing to $2 million, you need to be aware of your finances to ensure that you can get through that growth period. Growth periods don't mean you get a whole bunch of money coming in because you do. Like if it works out theoretically, you should be selling all that stuff that you're producing, but your expenses are inflating with it. So don't forget that. You want to make sure that your net profit margin is growing consistently month to month along with the business. And then number six is customer service. So you really need to provide excellent customer service. You need to make sure that your customers are happy and that when they purchase, they are able to resolve any issues that they have quickly and efficiently. There's nothing worse than 
you're there to buy the product, but when you've got issues and you're trying to contact the business and you're on hold for five hours and you can't get through to anybody or nobody's helpful, how frustrating is that process? You will lose clients if you don't have a good customer service to serve your clients with. So you need to train your customer service representatives on how to handle different types of inquiries and complaints. Happy customers are invaluable to your business. A satisfied customer means you've got increased brand loyalty and with it, they're likely to tell their friends about it. So you're going to be able to grow and reach new audiences. A happy customer is worth so much more than one that's ticked off. So you really need to ensure that your customers are happy. They offer you product reviews and you can post those product reviews on social media and other types of ways you can promote it. And when you invest in your customer service, you stand to benefit greatly as it keeps your customers happier in the long run. As I mentioned earlier, it's cheaper to keep a customer happy than it is to acquire new customers. So make sure that customer service is is a priority for you. And then number seven, returns policy. This is something that I'm seeing a lot of lately, especially in my pitches for Forbes, where people are coming up with new products or It's a big issue, like returns are so expensive to businesses and everybody is expecting free returns when you order something online and that's no longer the case, right? But businesses cannot afford to offer that. So shopping online can sometimes mean giving up the option of returning goods if you don't meet expectations, right? So customers tend to be a little bit more leery about that now, knowing that if they ordered online and they're not satisfied, they're gonna have to pay to get it returned. You need to have a clear returns policy in place so customers have peace of mind if their purchase does not measure up. A process for handling product returns should be outlined in detail, including information regarding acceptable return products, charges for product returns, and timeframes for the product return. If you are offering to pay for that product return, you make sure that you include those kinds of things in your business financial plan because you want to estimate how many returns that you can reasonably expect. And if you go through a period where there's a higher rate of return, you want to investigate what's going on with your quality control. When running a product-based business, profitability should be on top of mind. I talk all the time about profit and how you should be putting profit first, right? So you definitely don't want to put profit over customer service or quality control or anything like that. But profit should be paramount in everything that you're doing because you want to make sure that all the activities of the business, I mean, they affect the profit line, right? So you want to make sure that all of the activities are profitable. Nothing in business does not happen without it hitting the profit line. Every decision that you make will either add or take away from your profit line, which means the over success of the business. So This is why it's important to not only create that financial plan for your business, but you also want to monitor your results against what you planned each and every month so that if there are issues, you can stay on top of them before they become big problems. So running a product-based business can be difficult. It can be challenging. It can feel overwhelming and it can be very profitable. So to maximize your profits, it's important to stay up on top of your costs and develop your effective pricing strategy. Analyzing how much you spend on product materials and production costs will help you avoid exorbitant pricing that turns away customers and evaluate the amount of money you need to keep your business going. 
So consider your competition when you're doing your pricing strategies. You want to make sure that your net profit margins are competitive against your industry standards, that you're not overpricing or underpricing in your market, and that profit potential can be realized in any product-based business. The bottom line is that building your successful product-based business requires careful planning and thoughtful execution. Investing in good materials to create quality products that consumers can trust, creating appropriate pricing strategies to ensure affordability, and developing that effective marketing plan that gets you visible will help increase your sales and increase your profit line. By keeping these things in mind from the beginning stages of developing your product all the way through launch date, you'll have taken important steps towards ensuring the long-term success of your business. This is a very brief overview of what goes into running a product-based business. If you want to learn more about it, you want to go deeper into how to create that profit in your business, I ask you, have you registered for the new Path to Profitability Masterclass? So this is a free masterclass where I teach you the common mistakes that business owners are making and how you can overcome them and how to increase and optimize that profitability in your business. So important to have a really solid financial foundation in your business, and that includes you need business financial literacy skills. So be sure that you register for this free masterclass and attend it. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes and get your business on the path to profitability. Thank you for joining us on the She Means Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, I ask you to hit subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Melissa Houston CPA and join us in our She Means Profit Facebook group. 